Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you made it with any time we put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. We actually have a draw. The first the first winners of our weekly uh of our weekly Untuck It, and it goes to I'm just got the thing. Peter Singh. Peter Singh. Congratulations, Peter. Um, so I'll get in contact with you and you win a free Untuck It shirt. That's not too bad, is it? Just for Christmas. Very nice indeed. Today's guest is uh, another X Hammer. Very, very fortunate. It's probably taken us about four months, five months mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good our schedules, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Ian? How are you, man? I'm doing good, Tom. I'm doing good. Yeah, we're recording this um, the day after Thanksgiving, and we just said before that you've been in a major turkey food coma for the last couple of hours yesterday. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. We had a good turkey, good day. You know, um, we're still um, recovering from it, but yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah, brilliant, man. Brilliant, really, really. Do you do you deep fry your turkey or do you smoke it? You know, I've never had it uh, deep fried. I have I, everybody's the best thing ever, so I got to try it one time. But yeah, just an old traditional way. Good yeah. man, good man. Yeah. that's good. And for those for those of you who maybe a young pups to West Ham, or you know the, the less experienced fans, um, Ian actually he was he was with us for two spells really. Um, we're going to talk about that obviously in more detail. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he originally signed in ninety four, ninety five, I think it was a couple yeah. of years. Um, played them into you know a few loans, went to Luton. Went to the went back to the states, came back in two thousand. I want to say, and yeah, and uh, and then coming back to West Ham, like they all do. It's something about goalkeepers always coming back to West Ham. Um, we've had like Shaka on as well, and he obviously left and came back as well. There's must be his pull with West Ham that all goalkeepers sort of come back to West Ham. Yeah, it's yeah, all it's good, man. I mean, it's yeah, a great and, yeah. It is. It is a great club. So, um, how are you, Ian, in this new crazy world we live in at the moment with COVID and everything that's going on in the world? Doing good. I mean, I came back, uh, retired back 
I'm in California now. Um, so I'm running my own goalkeeping academy. I've worked with LA Galaxy, U.S. national team, um, you know, just kind of doing specific goalkeeper training all around. Uh, and, and it's going well. And then, you know, the, the pandemic hit and it's kind of slowed things down. So right now I'm just down to, uh, you know, just doing some private coaching and, and, and that. So but sure. I can pick it back up. Yeah. And the family are well whenever you think. Yeah, everybody's good. My yeah. son is a goalkeeper as well. He's uh, trying to get over there. He was born there, so he's trying to. He's a goalkeeper as well. He's trying to get a, a team to sign him over there. So we're going to, sure. once once the time allows, we can get him back over there. Brilliant, brilliant. Right. And, and and for some people, some people don't know, obviously when, when Ian came back and made his debut in, in 2000 for West Ham, sort of six years after signing, we eventually got the game, God bless him. Um, at the time, he was the... The tallest goalkeepers ever played in the Premier League, I think at that time, yeah. And then there yeah. was uh, there was some Australian guy that came. That was he didn't he <laughs> think, didn't last long. Though. I yeah. can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I think yeah. now you. I think now you're the second or, or third because I think there was. So I think there was Pantillamon was six foot eight, right. and you're six seven, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Nah. yeah. Bastards. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. if we went back, if we went back to '94, Ian. Obviously, when we interview fans and and players, the first question I always tend to ask is is why West Ham. So I like to find out a bit more about sort of the the sort of the transfer and, and sort of signing for West Ham. So obviously, back at the '94 '95 season, you know when you obviously you signed, what was what was the story behind you you signing for West Ham? Basically, um, well, I started off in Belgium with FC Bruges and. Yeah think that's where they caught wind of me you know as a goalkeeper um I came home for a brief spell with a team called LA Salsa and uh, that's I guess when they saw me play in some games um via um I guess a scout or someone that saw me play I got a trial over at West Ham and Redknapp gave me a trial with uh, Billy Bonds was there just at the very end of that season when I signed and then uh they gave me like an hour and a half tryout, and I mean, it was a that in itself is a story because of just what happened, and, and you know. But then they just gave me uh they gave me a contract right after that, and it was wow, complete dream come true, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It must have been for like for, for any professional football player, particularly one from from out of you know from off off the British shores, so to speak, going go, go and play in England. I mean, you're always playing for you know in Europe with Bruges. You know, playing for for England must have been in an English team must have been sort of the the top. You know, the, the where you wanted to be basically more than anything. Well, um, the funny thing is, my dad is uh, my sorry, my mom's dad was uh, was born in London, sure. and I never got to meet him. He died before I was even born. And um, what was crazy was my mom came to see a game and they're singing Forever Blowing Bubbles. And it was the first time my mom went to a West Ham game and she was singing along. And then she's like, how do I know these words? And then it clicked. <laughs> it was like, that's what her dad, you know, sung her like as a lullaby. No way. So it gives me, yeah, it gives me chills because, I mean, I never oh. met him. But, yeah, he was definitely – he was – Definitely a West Ham fan, so which is kind of a a crazy, crazy story, you know. Because oh. she, like, my dad used to sing me this, you know, and blah blah. blah. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh man, I love stuff like that, don't you? That sort of serendipitous yeah. thing, this connection. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's giving me the chills as well. Oh, yeah, when I do that song, I can, I, yeah. Oh, 
I actually look, I've, I've actually welled up a bit, Ian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful, man. That's beautiful, Crazy, right? Yeah, it's mental. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I mean, yeah, it's just the whole thing. And then it's, you know, you, then you join him at West Ham, and then, you know, there was, I mean, it's fair to say that that sort of period, there was a few characters in the dressing room at West Ham. Ooh, We've had yeah. quite a few of them. <laughs> We've had quite a that few was, of them on. Man, there was some, uh, God, you just almost threw the whole team. What a great, I, just some fond memories, you know, Ian Bishop, Julian Dix, all these guys, Kenny Brown. Yeah. I mean, just those, I mean, legends. Yeah, you know, yeah legends. they are. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's something which, which I, I, I'm, because we've done quite a few of these now. And so when you're interviewing people, whether it's fans and players, and, and I think that's something which I think people have, have, people have lost now in the modern game. Because like, as you said, you reeled off people like Bish, people like, you know, Julian, Kenny Brown, you know, all these guys, they're just all characters. And I, don't, I think, you know, now football to me seems a bit, a bit uber professional, you know, a bit sterile. I don't think, I don't think Julian Dix would have many minutes on the pitch with VAR no. and stuff now. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's just, just the, the boys, the lads we gelled, we, I mean, there's, like I said, it's just everybody nowadays is just a little bit more, cautious i think yeah. part of it is just you know you got social media you just wherever you go there's just cameras there's there's that you know so you got to really be careful what you say but you're right i mean the characters are you know they're, they're kind of slowly you know dissipating out of the game yeah you know? yeah they are they, it's a shame because i think you know it's just and also i think you know with a lot of those players you mentioned like bish and people like that i mean you know they, they were around for a long time uh, as well at one club and so you build this sort of this sort of loyalty towards them. Do you know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. But, and as you said, the dressing room was so like, I mean, what was it like? I mean, training sessions must've been a complete riot sometimes, particularly when Harry was in charge of them. Um, yeah. By all accounts. If you, John, if you had in John Moncur, that guy was the funniest oh. man I've ever met in my life. I mean, what a great guy. Yeah. Just the, the pranks he pulled. The, oh man, I can't even, it's, you know, too much too we need more time to go over some of those but uh he was yeah. just the, the dressing room was you just smiled from ear to ear sometimes just laughing yeah just, oh we've had uh, we've had john on yeah it's quite funny with john we, we interviewed him and, and, and he's sort of you know he's a little bit calmed down now you know it's a yeah. bit sort of yeah but but when we started talking about like some of the pranks you just saw this little glint in his eye and it was almost like he was he was back and he was like oh let me tell you about this time and let me tell you about this time and let me tell you about this time and it's like oh, gee, bless oh you. he's brilliant yeah. they all are they, i mean it was it was a real special time i think but it was because like for me that was like properly in my era so it's like yeah. you know people like you know um you know as you said you, yourselves and, and anyone in that era was just like uh, just my my sort of you know i was i never saw i never saw billy bonds play you see, so, right. or I never saw, you know, I never saw McAvenny play really. Um, but I did see, you know, as you said, you guys like yourselves and John, and as I said, those were special times. And obviously, and obviously, you know, as we said, you sort of then went on loan. And what's it like being going on loan? As you know, what's it like going on loan? I've never asked that question. I don't think. Yeah, well, when what happened was, um, I mean, obviously, I had, I had Ludo McClosco my first yeah. spell, and. That guy just there's no words enough how good he was. Um yeah. and just, he didn't get injured. I mean, he was always, you know, he would play through a broken arm if he had to. And 
One game we played against Leeds, he's all stitched up with 15 stitches in his eye, and he's just, I'm good. I'm going back out, you know. So, um, you know, so I was there, and then I got injured myself. I broke a bone in my hand, and uh, when I got back, you know, Redknapp pulled me in. He's like, look, I really think you're going to do, you know, I want to push you for the start and roll. I think you have a potential, you know, when, when McCloskey mm-hmm. moves on or whatever, I think you're the next in line. You know, let's do it. Let's, you know, let's get down to it, get some, you know, extra training, all that stuff, whatever. And then I go out, break my hand. And so I was out for mm-hmm. about two months. And then when I came back, um, they put me on loan to first uh, Peterborough. Yeah. So I went there, played some games, did really well there. And I caught a taste of, you know, started playing in that, you know, mm-hmm. and then I came back and we did a tour to Australia, I think it was. And I played all the games there because I was the only keeper. McCloskey went home. Um, and just again did really well in the games and red nap when he you know he goes look and this was at the end of the season he goes look coming in preseason he goes man i really want to i want you to make a push yeah same thing happened come out got injured uh almost on the first day of getting the balls out you know just collided with the player and they fell on me and all that just really weird injury so same thing happened i came in and came back from injury and he he, red nap asked me if i want to go alone to uh luton town and that's when I went on loan to Luton Town. And then, you know, I was playing, you know, championship. And I was like, look, and Luton wasn't looking like he was retiring anytime soon. So, yeah. um, you know, I signed with uh, Luton Town after that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. going on loan, it, it's, I think it's a great system for players that need games. Mm. You know, definitely helped me out, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. As you said, it's like it, and obviously when you when you signed, you obviously knew that Ludo was number one as well. So it was like, was so you know that's always at the back of your mind, I imagine, isn't it? That you know you know that he's going to probably get the nod if you're both fit, and it must be. Yeah. Is it because is it is it um what's the word? Not demoralizing, but is it like frustrating because you know you you know you can do a good job and you know you've got Ludo. You know it's. I think what's, what's you know main what mindset. What gave me like hope was I, I with no disrespect to, to Ludo or anything I was holding my own against him I mean yeah. in training I mean I was doing well I was and I, I know it's different but so in my mind I'm going I just need to wait my chance um yeah. you know and it wasn't like I was I think it'd be tougher if I felt I was way 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 off gotcha you know it'd be like this is mm. hopeless so for me because i felt and from the feedback from coaches and players and staff and all that Mm. was you know look he's ludo he's playing but you're not far off so just be patient you never know red card you know injury not that you wish it on him but no 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 no, no. never but i'm just saying you you know those are that's how you get your chances so um i came in every day and you know again it's just I was the first American goalkeeper to sign for a Premier League club yeah, in yeah. Um, I'm an American at a Premier League club. I mean, you know, that's in itself. People don't realize coming from America at that time, not having had, you know, goalkeepers that now, you know, are household names that are from America, like Friedel mm-hmm. and Keller, Howard. And, yeah. you know, um, I was one of the first, so it's like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? Not necessarily West Ham, yeah, but like, like yeah. the culture, you know, the culture yeah. was like, wait, American, but no, you know? So, um, I conquered all those and, you know, I had all these personal goals that, 
you know, and then going back to the, the granddad, you know, that that's kind of a cool little story too. So yeah. I'm playing, could, could have played for any club and all of a sudden it's, it's, it's the one that, you know, he supported. So, um, yeah. dream, you know, come true. Exactly. No, it's just, it's just the, it's just, as you said, that's just really, that's all put that little sort of little thing about your, your, your mum and, and your, yeah. and your granddad rather. Um, that's really just puts things into perspective really doesn't it it's it's it it was your path wasn't it that's what it seemed it seemed your path i mean you know I it's uh well, i think as well the, the players then also had an affiliation with the town you know yeah. like we would go to the local chippy and we would go to the local chinese and and you know uh curry house you know and all that and, and yeah. bands and then they're all you know so it was and now it's just kind of a little different like the, some of the players they don't know the the local culture and, and the way the people are and how they live and you know so mm. not everywhere but yeah it definitely no, it's was true. it's true yeah. it's true i mean i i i've mentioned it before that on the channel i used to when i used to live in loughton um god everyone was seen to be living in loughton all the players seem to be living out and i remember you know shaka would be doing his or uh or some well, I, uh, I lived in waltham abbey Wolfham Abbey, it's not a million miles away. That's what I mean. So Wolfham Abbey, Epping, Loughton, yep. and you'd go and do your shopping. You know, I, I used to work in the local the local supermarket and, you know, you'd get shackered on a Friday doing his yep. shopping or Samasia Boo or, uh, or, or yep. Paul Kitson buying pick-and-mix sweets in, in Woolworth. You know, so you'd see people about. And as you said, it's part of the – they knew things and it was um, – you'd see them. And yep. yeah, nowadays everyone – yeah, fair play to them. They're in their, you know – apartments in the canary wolf and stuff it is different now the money's different as well isn't it so um so obviously obviously you went to loot and then you went back to the states for a bit um and then in 2000 as you said you know you went and I think it was, was it cardiff you came um, yeah it was cardiff wasn't it you originally well, signed cardiff, for cardiff i signed it was literally for one game yeah uh, they had an injury um and then the the coach at the time asked me to just just bail out, like help him out a little bit. It was, yeah, it was like the same thing. So, um, yeah, go on. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 it's nice. cool, man. It's cool. Nice. It just adds extra context rather yeah. than just a, a list of clubs. That's what I mean. So, yeah. and again, how does that happen? Because I'm not even you're over in the states, and then someone says, "Oh, do you want to come and play a game?" And then <laughs> it just seems a bit. Well, what happened was so so I signed for Luton Town, and then yeah. I thought I'd give a shot to the MLS uh, yeah. and I came back to play in America with uh, New England. Yeah. And at that time, um, I, ha I hated it. I couldn't get out of there quick enough. So what happened was I signed for New England. Um, I got out of my contract and I came back to England. Um, yeah. I didn't necessarily get out of my contract yet, but um, I came back to do some trials to try and get back. And that's when I went to, um, to Cardiff. Yeah. So I came back. Cardiff needed a keeper. I went there. I was training for a little bit, and then uh, literally signed for like I think it was one game or something like that. Gotcha. That one. Then West Ham came back in when Shaka. I think he broke a foot or something. Or his, yeah, I think he, he broke his leg or something like that. Yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and again, that's a red that must, yeah, yeah, red nap, red, red nap again. You know, he knew yeah. he was around. Um, was it a, was it a phone call from from H and said, look, yeah, yeah. Yeah, H just called up. He's like, "Hey, you know, you want to come back?" And uh, I got a little keeper crisis going on. And Tommy, uh, I played a game 
God, we're going this, we're going all over the place. But I played a game for Ruskin and Diamonds yep. in the FA Cup. So when I first came back to go on some trials, my Luton, ex Luton coach, Terry Wesley, calls me and uh, he's like, Hey, you want to play a game for us? And I'm like, Sure. It was like a maybe a Saturday. And he goes, I go, Who are we playing? He goes, Leeds United on Monday. And it was like on TV and everything. <laughs> I was like, sure. And they, they were on league. So we're going to get our ass kicked. We're going to, you know, like I'm going to have a lot of work, you know. And we ended up doing really well. I had, we, we tied 0 uh, 0 at home. And then we lost, I think it was 2 1 away or 3 1 maybe. But the 0 0 0 at home, uh, I had a lot of saves. So like, a lot of people were aware I was trying to come back and all that. So yeah. it raised a little bit of, you know, um, hype for me. And then, you know, H saw me when, when Shaka got injured, he called me right up. It's brilliant, man. And then obviously, yeah. and then you, and then you, and then you finally make your Premier League debut, man. Yeah. What, was, what was that yeah. like? What was that like? Seriously, man, that must've been like the, the pinnacle. Man. God, it was just, uh, so many emotions. It was, it was one, it was just the perfect setting, pouring rain, you yeah. know, from home, you know, um, Great crowd, great, you know, back and forth game. You know, I think we won 2 1. Yeah. And uh, I had a lot of saves. I had about five or six saves and, and did really well, I felt. Um, and then just when that whist, final whistle blew and we got the win, I kind of went nuts. The can like, I think the camera went off to, you know, do their commercials and that. But uh, I was at the other end. I ran across the whole pitch to the, <laughs> the webcam and, you know, just was going nuts. So. Yeah, I played with a lot of heart. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously then and then not only that, obviously then you played another couple of games and you managed to get out and, and play in front of the West Ham at Upton Park as well, which again is yeah. is a is a and, and you hit a clean sheet that day, I think. The first I game. Did, yeah. one, you uh, did. Coventry. Coventry. The unfortunate part was um in the Coventry game, and I don't think a lot of people know this because Coventry, yeah, um, I tore, tore my thigh muscle oh, 20 minutes in. No. So my debut at home, uh, I go to kick a ball out, and I just pull up, tore a thigh muscle, which which crazy. I'd never torn a muscle in my whole career until mm -hmm. that point. I've broken a bunch, like with goalkeepers, you know, you break a yes. finger and whatever. And all of a sudden, I'm like, are you kidding me? And I was like, probably looking to finish out the season because Shaka, like, Shaka was yeah. still way away. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, and at this point, we didn't even have a, like a backup keeper because everybody was injured. Yeah. So I'm playing about 60 minutes with a torn thigh muscle. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. That, that, you know, so I was trying to hide it the best I can and just do what I could for the team to keep. You know, it's hard to put a player in goal. So I could kind of move lateral, I could dive, but it hurt like hell. And then if I had to come out and clear a ball over the top of the back line or something, there was just no chance. So yeah. luckily that didn't happen. And, you know, my defenders that day took care of me, and Rio and, you know, Igor and all that. So, yeah. It was a, oh yeah, yeah. You had a couple of good defenders in front of you, a couple of good centre backs in front of you. So you yeah. been all right, but yeah. And then yeah, I think five 0 when you get a clean sheet as well, despite playing sixty minutes with a with a tour. Fucking hell, man! Yeah. <laughs> crazy, yeah. Crazy, right. But okay. Yeah, the up in park with the you know they're singing. Exactly. And, yeah. Know, that was 
and that's that extra cool. point extra poignancy to yourself as well obviously with your, with your mum as well so um yeah wow yeah. that would have been that been something i said you know there's there's millions of people who'd be in your position you know what i mean love to be in your position just to walk out and see to, yeah. to especially upton park that's not going to happen now ever again is it so uh it's at the london stadium so no it's amazing man. my son really never got to experience that he was too young he was yeah. too young you know, i'd love to have had him seen upton park you know Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll play in the Olympic Stadium. Who knows? Yeah, of course you will. Well, and and hopefully next Saturday we'll be having fans in there soon. So hopefully, two thousand. I hope. So we'll see, yeah. man. Because that's that's yeah. that's the tier. That's the tier we're in. We're in London's in tier two. So we have yeah. two thousand yeah. fans. Which is yeah, I'm sorry. I'll trial there for uh, for a couple of weeks uh, to West Ham. Yeah, he's looking like he might. Uh, We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But he was in the same dressing room as I was wearing the West Ham kit and everything. So that was another nice little proud moment, you know. Yeah. You're making me cry, Ian. You're making me All cry. Right. Yeah. It's lovely. Me. It's very sweet. Oh, exactly. Exactly the same. Of course you man. Right. Okay. So what I was going to say was every, everyone we have on this channel, we do this thing called My Hammers 11. Now, I sprung a little extra bit on you because you'd already picked your 11. It was your time 11. And I said it's actually with the play. <laughs> it's actually you have to be with the players that you played with. So I apologise about that. So we're on okay. the spot a little bit. I appreciate this, but I you think you play with some really good players. So I'm pretty sure you know. So what we try and do is, I mean, keep it simple. We'll keep it four four two because it's quite easy. Um, it's easier um, unless you want to do anything clever. You're more than happy to do a different formation if you wish. Uh, I'm, not that I'm, I'm old school. <laughs> I'm a goalkeeper coach, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. right okay so we'll start off in goal then and you and you know you can pick yourself if you want to get your appearances up and you're more than welcome uh, I, to. I, had myself, I had myself on the bench and ludo starting so ludo gets okay. by yeah, yeah i'm gonna keep, you know yeah. i'm gonna keep okay. get him out of uh the first team uh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So funny. no yeah top yeah yeah, yeah. ludo, ludo, ludo. And as you said you you must have uh, I imagine with goalkeepers as well. I mean, we've had other goalkeepers on. So we have Shaka, we've had uh, Jimmy Walker and people. And it's like, you know, the, the sort of that goalkeeper union, that special bond that you have is is lovely, I think. You know, it's, it's well, competition. I mean, I but... Yeah, Shaka, Craig. I mean, all the guys I played, they're all yeah. awesome. What keepers? I mean, they were all just amazing keepers. and Great guys as well, you know. Yeah. But Ludo was just, man, that guy was invincible. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You're so funny. Right. Okay. So we'll go back four. So we'll go. We'll go left back. Ian, who would be your left back? I got to go with Dixie. Yeah. Julian. Yeah. He was. He was. That guy with the rock. Yeah. Ferocious. A ferocious man. Going down the run and smash people. Smash penalty kicks in. You know. Yeah. And I, I imagine you did. You did. You did. You practice penalties. Did you do penalties yeah. at, in training? Yeah, he would just smash them, and I'd try to just stand up and get hit with it. <laughs> Sometimes he'd probably do it on purpose, trying to hit me. You know, yeah, oh, bless him. Yeah, oh bless him. And obviously, he's uh, he's doing the things with Slav at, um, at West Brom, which is great. Good luck to him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he just said he had a kid over the summer as well. Did he? Okay. <laughs> Like that's that's yeah. that's what you need, don't you? Some more sleepless nights. You yeah. know, fifty-two of his blessing there. Cool, yeah. Right. Okay. So we'll put Julian in left back. Let's go right back then. Ian, who should we have on right back then? Um, 
now do I have to technically have played in this? Can I name Zabalata or no? Or are we cheating here? We let, let's. Okay. Who would you okay. play, who would you play with? Yeah, because otherwise people people criticize me if I don't do it right, Ian, and that's okay. it. And I, you know. Okay. Um, man, who would I put? Trying to think, he was my right back. Let's have a look. I might need some help on this one. Yeah, I'm having a look now. I'm having a look now. Night, I'm going to look at 94, 95 season because that's when you sort of first. I know what you're saying. I'll be like, damn, okay. Uh... <laughs> right, okay. Let's have a look. Squad. Nine, I can't... Tim Breaker. Oh, yeah. Tim, yeah, Tim. yeah. Tim Breaker. Steve Potts. You had all them lot. Potts, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, who, who do you want to put him? What's that? Who are you going to put in, Tim or? God, let's do Potsy. Yeah. Do Potsy. Yeah, we'll put Potsy in. Yeah, good old Potsy. Mr. Reliable. Mr. Reliable. Oh, there we go. Oh, mentally. He's, and, he, and he's just like, and what I like about Steve Potsy is he was just like so understated as a person. He's so like, you know, he's just like, yeah. I try and get him on this. He doesn't never wants to do this because he doesn't like doing interviews and stuff. And it's like, oh, come on, everyone would like listen to you. You like, yeah, but no, he's oh, yeah. a top like top top guy. Yeah. Right, put Potsy in. Right, centre backs then. Now, obviously, as a goalkeeper, that centre backs is a is a crucial to 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 keep uh, to keep help you out. I good ones. I mean, I had Igor and, and Rio. So I mean, those yeah. two, they were pretty. You know, when someone like when someone like Rio Ferdinand turns up as a kid and. Yeah. You know, and he starts training with you. As a professional football player, do you look? Can you see? And you know, do you go? Oh, he's going to be good. He's a good player. Or you know, is can you can you tell straight away that someone's going to be a good player? Some surprise you, but those guys didn't. The Rio and, and Frank and Joe and all those guys, Joe Cole, they, they had something special from day one. And Rio had a very like kind of dominant presence, which is like what you want from a center back, a goalkeeper, mm. someone that's like walks in a room and, you know, and, and, and he had that right away. And um, I could tell, cause my first spell, he was, he was, uh, you know, still coming through really. Cool. And then my yeah. second, he was, he was real. So um, him and I were pretty good friends and we would always go driving around. I had my American, uh, uh, SUV that I brought over and I had like three subwoofers in the back and we would go cruise around, uh, you know, Waltham Abbey and, and, and Mountain and all that. And, uh, just, just living the dream, living the dream, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. But yeah. Yeah. I can just imagine you like down the, on the Epping new road, just going yeah. down. The- <laughs> yeah. Blasting it. What, what, what would you blast out? What music would you blast out Ian? That's the question. Was, I was, yeah, it was hip hop. It would have been hip-hop. like, yeah. I mean, I listened to everything, but like back then, it was that was the the age of just you know Wu Tang Clan and all these guys. So, yeah, brilliant. We've had we've had yeah. the former the former tour manager of the Wu Tang Clan on on the channel. He's a oh, big West Ham yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh. Simon Green, Simon Green. He's okay. um, top bloke. He is. Um, he also does the DJing in the Heineken bar outside London Stadium. Simon Green. You wouldn't see it. If you if you saw him on Facebook, you think this guy? But yeah. honestly, yeah. And he always wears yeah. a West Ham kit. He's got a West Ham Wu Tang kit. 
And so, okay. yeah, he's top, top dude. Right. Okay. So we'll play that back for, uh, right. Midfield, left, left midfield, left wing. Um, Carrick. Carrick. Yep. Good old Carrick. Doesn't get enough credit. I don't think Michael Carrick does for what he is as a player. He was just solid. I mean, most of the time he's more central, but yeah, yeah. but yeah, he was solid. Him. He did all the dirty work that didn't get, you know, noticed and, and um, but just steady Eddie and the guy, he was great. Yeah. And you're right. And you're right. He's, he, he's, he's one of these players that, you know, when, when he let, when he leaves, you then realize what the impact he makes as a player. Do you know what I mean? During the, he's just one, he's just, a, you know, he's just in the team, but then when he's not, every team he's left, when he left West Ham, left Spurs, when he left Man United, they never really replaced him. And now yeah. um, yeah, he's top dude. Right. Mickey Carrick is in. Right. Let's go right midfield then, the other side. I could put, uh, man, maybe I'll post Joe Cole out there. Yeah. Put Joey out there. Good shout. Special yes. player. Yeah. Very special player. Right, Joey Cole. Um, I could imagine training with Joe, watching him do his little tricks. Must have been a... <laughs> uh, he, he's the guy that taught me just to stand up on a 1v1. Because yeah. he would come and like, train in 1v1. He'd do some trick and I'd be on my ass, falling over, you know, and he'd walk by me and tap it in, like just smiling. And finally, be one v one. I just, just stood there, and I was like, yeah. "He kicked." Oh, I, I saved. I was like, oh, "Okay, all right. I'm not letting you fake me out and trick me and make me look like a fool anymore." <laughs> yeah. So he was. was he could play. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, top dude. Um, and I and I love the fact because he's because obviously he's an analyst now in the UK. Well, for the, yeah, when the like Rio is, they do the BT Sports stuff, and he's so on it. He's so on it. He's just such a good analyst, um, yeah. which you thought he would do because he's got a decent football brain on him as well. Right, okay, let's move into the middle of the park then. Who's going to be your your central midfielder marshals in that midfield then, Ian? Oh, man. I had Trevor Brooking, but he didn't. I, I'm, <laughs> that was quite before my time. But, yeah, he was a legend. Um, well, I have Decano, Decano, but yeah. I have kind of up front, but he could drop in a little bit, so I'm kind of hesitant on. But then you have Joe Cole, who's attacking as well. Carrick would have to do a lot of holding. Yeah, you'd have to do a lot of holding if you throw Decano in the mid, attacking mid. Um, <laughs> hmm. Let's mm, think. You got uh, we got there's you got Frank, you got. You got Bish, you got Monks. Oh, what am I thinking? Yeah, okay. Sorry. What are you, what yeah. Are you thinking? Yeah, you got me on the spot here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Change the plan. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Uh, let's go with Bish and mid. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, we've yeah. got Bish. And, yeah, good old Bish. Top bloke, and also he's he's over your side, so he's close to you. Bish and and, uh, and Lampard. Bish and Lampard. That now that's a partnership. That's a partnership, that's isn't it? That's decent. Yeah, he's well decent. I like that. But yeah, no, Bish was yeah. Top guy. Big fan of Ian Bishop. Good fan. Yeah. And uh he was one of my good mates when I was there. Yeah. And he, and he and he's nearer you. He's he's your your side of the water now, so he, you know, he's he's closer to you if you didn't pick him, so it'd be all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> okay, let's go up front. So now 
he did say De Canio. Yes. He's Joe definitely De Canio. Had, he's one of the best players I ever played with. What was he like as a person? Well, you're gonna love this story now because right. that goal I have to take some credit for. Oh, here we go. Okay. Let's let me yeah. just listen. Yeah, okay. I am I'm I'm gonna say it for the first time live. I'm gonna take some credit for it. Because the week before we're training, <coughs> excuse me, and we're playing small sided games and all that. And he's doing that kick every single time he can. Like cross comes in, and he could have met it with his head. Instead, he slows down and does this thing. It flies over 50 feet, keeps doing it. Redknapp's just going like, what the hell is he doing? After practice, it was the week before Wimbledon. After practice, uh, Ian, get it, big man. Or Nano Bastardo, as he called me, little bastard. Hitting <laughs> um, goal, and, and and he would have, um, you know, one of the younger lads, you know, just hit crosses the whole time, just hit cross after cross after cross, and he's he's doing it. Hits two over, hits one on target right at me. I save it. Hits one, just hits the post or whatever. Barely made one all week. Um, so every day after practice. He, he gets me out there on the pitch, and I'm doing like another 20, 30 minutes, which I was fine with. I loved yeah. doing extra training, and it's Decanio. You do it. Yeah. Anyways, the game comes. Trevor Sinclair, who – oh, I should have Trevor on my team too. Um, I don't know what was even better, the, the goal or the, the cross from Trevor, because if you look at it, it's, it's, it's on a dime, just, you know, yeah. in his run. and. and it was like this slow motion. I go, the ball came in, and I just saw the way DeCanio was coming up to it. I go, he's going to do it. In my mind, I was like, he's going to do it. <laughs> Hit it. Boom. Goal of the season, whatever. And uh, the, the the camera kind of cuts away for the replay. Yeah. But I wish there was more uh, footage because he comes up the, the thing and, like, gives me a little hug. You know, like, because oh, the whole next, yeah. you know. So, technically, I scored that goal. Yeah. yeah. No. I like that. Yeah. I like without, that. without the extra training that he had, he would never have scored that. <laughs> so I'll take credit. I'm yeah, good. take total credit for that. Right, so we've got one more one more player up front. Now, now you could – I know you forgot about Trevor. You could play Trevor up front because he started up front. So, it's up to you who you want to play as yours as a second striker to De Canio, man. Hmm. Just threw that curveball in there. Yeah. I could even go with Tony Cotty. Go with TC. TC wasn't a bad little poacher. He's just he was always good for some goals. Uh you know what? Let me keep Sinclair in there. I like, like Trev. Tricky tricky Trev him. Tricky Trev. And and what's nice is Trev can drop a little in midfield. Joe Cole can come up front. So I got all this stuff going on. Oh, you've got it all going. It's it's all there. Yeah. It's all here. It's all here, Ian. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Joe and Cole obviously, tucks in. Oh, yeah. They can move into almost like three. Yep, three in the central with Bishon, and then Trevor could move out, and Joe could go on. So it's really Decent. itself. And you got Ludo and Glow. And you got Ludo. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so. and, he, and you're on the bench <laughs> and, yeah. and that's and that's, a, that's that's the famous plan b that everyone moans that david moyes hasn't got at the moment you've got it also you've got your plan b in yeah. the head already that's what i like Ian. Yeah. that's what i like <clears> man. Yeah. <laughs> listen man it's been it's been lovely chatting to you i really appreciate your time particularly because it's so bloody early over there and also you're probably still 
full up from your turkey dinners so and your pumpkin pie so thank you so much man i really really appreciate it. and obviously thank you to everyone for watching as well um like share subscribe and um until next time for myself and for me and take care everyone stay safe wash those hands come on you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone. much love Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.